You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Not this week. I mean, she might be somewhere doing something embarrassing, but she's not here. She's not telling us about it. Uh, Jeremy's out as well again. Um, this is episode 401 of uh, the New Utah podcast, so we've made made it past the 400 hump. Is there a 400 hump? Um, I mean, I don't know. It almost feels like we lost two hosts because Jeremy hasn't been here in a while and Julia hasn't been here in a couple of weeks. But, but this, this week, week, we gained two hosts. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy... Um, Made his wife, apparently, come on the show. We told him he didn't have to, but... Um, So Heather's joined us before. He didn't take no for an answer. Uh, and, uh, I have a feeling that happens quite a lot. <laughs> and also Hannah is with us, one of Jeremy's daughters. Um, youngest his daughter. youngest daughter. Yeah. yeah. We've had his oldest daughter and now his youngest daughter. Yeah. There we go. I don't think we'll ever have Maya on the show. Probably I mean, we could, not. but... I, I don't think it's something she would be into doing. Probably not. Jonathan, maybe at some point. I think Jonathan's been on the show too. Yeah, I think he has. Oh, he might have been already. I don't know. We've done 401 episodes of this thing. That's a lot to keep track of. This is like seven and a half years of doing this show. I don't remember everyone that's been on this show, to be perfectly honest. I don't know why not. Uh, So, yeah, Jeremy's still out. He's said for sure he will be back next week. Whether he's remote or in studio, he will be back next week. He really misses the show. He was helping Jonathan clean up the garage today, so yeah. Did you slap him across his face and tell him to take it? Hopefully he was just standing there going, move that there. Pretty much, but I thought he would at least sit, but he didn't. He was standing doing (laughs) it. He's not... he, He. he doesn't know how to take it easy. No, no, I'm, I'm sure it and is. And we warned him. I said, when you start feeling better, you're going to be tempted to not do that. I'm like, would you listen to your wife when she tells you to sit down? Oh, sure. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm sure the first couple of weeks just drove him completely bonkers because he couldn't do stuff. And I don't think he physically could do it, so I don't think it bothered him as much. But now that yeah. he feels like he can move a little bit more and better and. And he's stir crazy. And he's not and tied he's to the hose. crazy for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, we'll talk more about that with Jeremy next week. Um, he can tell you all about what's been going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, welcome to our special guests. Thank you. Our set. special go, co- they're co-hosts and, and <laughs> they're go-hosts. <laughs> it, uh, they're not ghosts though. They're go-hosts. Go-hosts. Uh, and they actually joined us on, on, uh, this month's adventure week. And that's, uh, the prime reason that we wanted them to join us on the show. Um, just a couple of housekeeping items. This will probably be a pretty short show. Um, we're going to go real deep on, uh, on our adventure, but uh, I think it'll be shorter than normal probably this week. Um, what's, uh, the Moab Museum? I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool. So there's a new exhibition at the Moab Museum for Japanese American incarceration in Grand County. So they have, you know, those, the internment camps that were out there. Mm -hmm. They have a whole, exhibition about it that you can go to and i think it's let's see i think it starts yeah here we go february 15th um for members and then february 17th for everybody else and then i think it goes through like june or july can't remember the exact date maybe well, it that's said it cool. in the email. so it's yeah. got a bunch of stuff from like topaz mountain and everything yeah else. like there's a picture here of like one of the families or so stuff we should not forget honestly Things that we did that were not great in this country that we should remember. 
Oh, through the end of August. That's where it was. It was in the email through the end of August. So it starts on the 17th of February for non-members, a couple days earlier for members and goes to the end of August. So if you're going to be out and about in that area or you're looking for somewhere to go that's close-ish by, um, you get out to that. I'd be remiss not to talk about the weather a little bit because it is absurdly warm. And you always talk about the weather. I know. That's why I'd be remiss People not would to. Be My really fellow old didn't. weatherman, Jeremy, is gone, so <laughs> I have to hold the fort down. It was surprisingly warm yesterday. It's like it's like in the mid-50s this week. Yeah. In, in January. Well, usually, it's like spring. Yeah. yeah. Usually when Cassie leaves her her meal box around like in the winter, like I can just leave it outside. But I noticed that like, I'm like, what is, where's this water coming from? And Chris was like, I don't know. And then he messaged me and he's like, Hey, it's going to be getting up into the fifties. You should probably bring Cassie's box in and put it in the fridge. And I was like, Oh yeah, I should. And when I went out there and I grabbed the bottom of it, I realized that the ice pack inside had started to oh, melt. <laughs> so everything was still cold inside because it was that morning and it's so it was still like, I don't know. It wasn't even 40 yet, but like, I'm like, ah, oh, but the frozen pack. Mm-hmm. It wasn't cold enough to keep the frozen pack frozen anymore. So all of her stuff is in our fridge now. Oh, yeah. Extra space now. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I mean, this is a normal routine for Cassie. We have the box here for three or four days and then she picks it up. Well, sometimes she picks it up right on Friday, but if she gets delayed the week before, then she kind of gets delayed. And then she'll, what she usually ends up having to do is like put it on a like a suspension for a week because she's gotten so far behind that she does like she has too much oh, food to yeah. use and then she gets back on track. This is but, a cool thing you can do with those meal boxes. Yeah. Huh? But like it was her birthday yesterday. And so her friends did stuff and she'd picked up the one before late. So now like the later it goes to pick it up, I expect that soon we'll be have a delay where there's like no box because she's like, I have to like, I need to be able to cook the food that I have. So, yeah, so the warm weather, we have like this giant high pressure system, which is not uncommon for Utah this time of year to have a high pressure system. That's why we get the inversions. But it's sitting over like the whole western half of the country, basically, like from the Mississippi all the way west is this giant high pressure system that's making everyone warmer than normal and drier than normal. But there's a big storm system off the Pacific coast about to come in like the first week of February. I'm super Chris, excited. Chris is celebrating too. Uh, I'm like, I'm just an old dude because I love watching like weather patterns and, and seeing this stuff transpire. But it's supposed to bring a ton of moisture uh, into the area, which is really good because we had that really good snowstorm that brought all our averages up and then dry and warm and not good. Like, there's no snow left in the valley, which is absurd. Because it rained it all away. Even yes. our front yard is basically devoid of snow, and now you can see all the leaves that I don't rake in the fall. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's good for well, your yard. They didn't yard. fall in the fall. No, they fell like with snowfall, basically. We were raking so, yeah. and mowing up leaves in December. Yeah, exactly. So um, hopefully this storm brings us some, some more good moisture, especially in the mountains for us, because we, we still need that. We can't just sit on our laurels. and. We usually get teased with some spring-like weather in winter, and then everybody is like, ooh, spring, but... yeah. Oftentimes it happens in like March and Mm -hmm. the trees sometimes bloom too early (laughs) and they get hit with cold again. Yeah. And that's not good for... That's usually when Jeremy loses bees too. 
Yes. That's actually, that's actually what I'm concerned about right now is if it stays like this for a week and a half. Somebody go put the air conditioner on the bees. The trees don't know better. They're kind of, you know, the trees are slow and dumb and they're like, Oh, must be spring already. Jeez. Let's just, uh, we noticed that on our walk today that trees are already starting to bud. Oh no, that's really bad. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if it's super early like this though, they can go back into dormancy for a couple of months and they'll be okay. Um, but uh, not always. That's not good, especially if they have blooms. Like, there's been years where they've actually had their blooms, oh, their dear. blossoms. The blossoms, once they freeze, that's it. Fruit harvest is done. Like, you you don't get fruit if you get your blossoms frozen in the early spring. So. Yeah, don't get your blossoms frozen. <laughs> that's what I always tell people. You keep those blossoms nice and warm. <laughs> Except squash blossoms. You try to pick those as quick as you can um, so that you can eat them. They don't last very long if you don't. I haven't tried that yet. Haven't, haven't tried With all the squash blossoms you have. I know. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, especially if they don't get fertilized. If they get fertilized, they just turn into the, you know. Oh well, yeah, but. Fertilized, that is not the pollinated. Pollinated. Fertilized I mean, probably happens anyway at your house not. for sure. <laughs> there's a lot of fertilizer that happens naturally <laughs> at your house. I don't know. Does the, do the chicken, the squash like chicken poop like the corn does? Or is it I too, don't know. too much I pH? Don't, it might be too acidic for it. I'm trying to have you make up for your farmer husband. (laughs) He has all those numbers and thoughts. Or at least he thinks he does. No, he speaks on them with authority, and that's all that matters. (laughs) Just like (laughs) he knows a lot of stuff. We should, every once in a while, we should fact check Jeremy and pull up like... And you. And pull up the farmer's almanac (laughs) (laughs) that he got me. And you. (laughs) No, no one needs to fact check me (laughs) with Google. Um. All right, so we're just going to get into it now. So um, the reason Heather and Hannah are here is they joined us for our trip to the Desert Star Playhouse, which uh, is our adventure this this month for the month of January. We wanted to stay close, um, do something fun in the valley. And inside. Yeah, and in, indoors uh, specifically. And Desert Star Playhouse won because we all were like, well, we haven't gone there in forever. And so... Uh, Jeremy did not get to go with us. Instead, Hannah did. I think she probably enjoyed it as much as Jeremy would have. I think I enjoyed it more than he would have. I mean, I don't know. Like, there was a lot of dad joke material in that place. Yeah, um, but I think Hannah got more of the, like, musical references than Jeremy would have. Oh, that's probably yeah. true. For sure. That's probably true, for sure. Um, so we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about that. Uh, as always, we'll, we'll talk about the history a little bit first. Um, that's normally Jeremy's mantle. He didn't. It's going to be Chris's tonight, though. I'm going to try and help, but, um, yeah. So that, that building's really old. It's on the National uh, Register of Historic Places. It is not the original building, though. So back in the early 1900s, 1923, there were actually two buildings there. Uh, Tony and Margaret Duval um, bought uh, what was the Iris Apartment Buildings in 1923. It was a 12-unit apartment building. And then built next to it what was at the time called the Gym Theater. Uh, the Gym Theater was a silent movie theater with a piano um, and very popular. Um, and then um, they decided in 1930, so it had only been up for a few years, uh, to tear it down and uh, rebuild. So then they created the Iris Theater. Uh, and so that was the apartments and the theater all combined in one. Um, and I think at that point then there were six apartment units instead of 12 and the theater was a little bit bigger. Um, and that was actually, uh, that's the building that is still standing today. And that's the building that's technically on the, the registry of historic places. 
that was actually a really big deal for Murray City at the time because it kind of modernized Murray City. It was one of the most modern buildings, period, in the state at that point. And so it was one of the early mixed-use buildings. So we think about that now. And, like, mixed-use buildings are all over the place in big cities where you have shops on the bottom, apartments up top. Well, we have a ton now. I think that that's a mandate for, like, downtown Salt Lake. So all the new apartment buildings that that are going in, you you see commercial real estate in the bottom part of it. Um, some places where you wouldn't normally see apartments, you see them because they have commercial space in the bottom. So I think it's a requirement now. Yeah, I mean, that was a big, big deal back then. This is 1930. Um, and they did a lot of stuff in the community. I mean, this, now we're getting into the Great Depression and there are stories of them, um, selling tickets for scrap metal, uh, to, to the shows so they could keep the doors open and, and continue to function. Um, and then, uh, this, the guy that owned it and originally built it, Tony Duvall, he also built Murray Theater which is another icon uh, in that, you know, State Street part of Murray. Is that the one that's still standing, or did they tear that one down, or was it the other one? Because there's two. I don't remember. They ju- the Avalon is the other one, right? Yeah, that I don't there? know, because as we were driving there, I noticed one of the older buildings are being redone. Is being redone demolished or, or redone. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's happening with it. but And I can't remember if it was the Avalon or the Murray Theater that was being redone, but all th- and the, the Avalon actually plays into the next part of the story of the Murray Theater. So in 1954, uh, the Duvalls sell um, what was at the time Irish Theater. Um, it transacted a few hands, some construction companies and stuff, and it ends up in Art Proctor's hands, who owned it until recently. Recently is like within the last 40 years or so. Uh, Art Proctor... This is where the Avalon comes into play. He also owned and ran the Avalon and the Blue Moose, which are also, well, the Avalon's still around, or at least it was. I don't know which of those buildings is, is being renovated now. Um, but the, the Murray Theater and the Avalon are still around right there on Murray. So Murray was a very big, like, entertainment area at the time. Um, well, and now they have the, I mean, they're a historic district, so there's a whole bunch of old buildings that mm-hmm. are considered part of that. Um, and that's when, uh, so when, uh, Art Proctor took over, he re- renamed it from the Iris and it became, uh, the Vista. You know why he did that? No. He, he, he had to rename it because he didn't buy the rights to the Iris. He renamed it the Vista because it was cheaper to keep two of the letters. <laughs> no joke. So he, he renamed it to the Vista because he was able to change so the sign. So he just put out. a V before the I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then TA. So he was able to save on the cost Smart. of two letters. So, um, interesting decision in the fifties. Um, and so then that building was used as like a regular, like theater. Um, you know, it was like a state of the art motion picture theater for a while. Uh, and then, um, it kind of dies off, right? I think this is the time of like the seventies and the eighties and film is becoming really, really big and you get these big megaplex type theaters. Um, and so desert star comes into the picture in the late eighties. So Mike and Alice Todd, um, were, people that were doing play productions um, and at the time they were doing them up at this is the place uh, at the the, the Nasher the, the state monument this is the one that's Nash. across the street from the zoo yeah up by Hokel Zoo and they were doing it in the summer and they wanted to continue doing it but you can't really do plays at this is the place in the fall and the winter it's a little cold <laughs> and snowy at times so they were I looking... mean not right now but sometimes yeah. usually <laughs> 
They were looking for another venue that they could use indoor, and that's where they come across the, at the time, shuttered Vista. And so in 1989, um, they sign a lease and move in and remodel it and make it into more or less the Desert Star Playhouse. That's what they called it at the time. Um, there's some a few construction delays, but nothing major. Um, but you did see it in the papers around that time in 89. Uh, but they end up opening and having their first show in November of 89. And then in the year 2000, there was an issue. So the city of Murray, basically the building at this point is 70 years old and really has not been renovated dramatically in terms of like electrical and updating it to code. And it's really dangerous. So in 2000, the city forces them uh, and basically the guy that owned the building at the time, I don't know if it was, um, I don't know if it was still Art Proctor, but whoever owned the building at the time was ready to sell it and tear it down. And so uh, the Todds actually bought the building, uh, bought the entire theater, and then did a full renovation um, based on, you know, Murray City Code at the time. So it's been fully renovated up to code at least as of 2000, which is a lot better than it was. Um, which was is now like 23 years ago, essentially, since we're at the beginning of 2024. It's rough when I'm doing insurance stuff and they're like, have renovations been done in the last 20 years? And I'm always like, yeah. And they're like, oh, nope. wait, they were done in 2001. <laughs> no, they haven't been done in the last 20 years. So for the last 23 years, it's more or less been the same. It is interesting. They have more than just the one theater. Um, it was in 89 when they actually put in um, the cabaret tables. Uh, and then it's been after that since they've done some of the other remodeling where they did all the platforming and everything else. And, you know, it's been basically the same since 2000. But they have a big banquet hall on one side. They've tried to open like a permanent restaurant there a couple of times uh, outside of the, the, the shows. Um, it's a very, very popular thing now. I don't know that it was for a while. I mean, I think people always went and the shows were always, they always had people in them, but nowadays it's really hard to find a seat without purchase. I mean, we went to purchase, so we went and saw Pirates of the Caribbean, which I don't know how the hell they're <laughs> they able to use the name. name. <laughs> they make jokes about like the copyright infringement stuff throughout the whole show, but I don't know how they kept that name. Um, but, uh, like, the shows sell out fast. Like, we were trying to find a day, and, like, a month ahead of time, they were disappearing quickly. And when I was, like, trying to choose seats and stuff, I was like, no, you will sit here. This is <laughs> okay. it. This is the only place for four people. <laughs> Which, really, three people, because... Yeah. I mean, yeah. they squish in there. They do. Yeah, so that it's is good thing we all like each other, right? <laughs> that is one thing to be prepared for. Um, it is a it is a dinner theater. It's a cabaret theater, uh, and so there are a lot of tables. There's two to four. But they're people, very small. Two to four people around the tables. Yeah, and they're very small tables. They're tables that are really designed more for holding drinks. Really, um, you know, it's not entirely super uncomfortable. Um, but it is not easy to eat. Um, there's certainly Especially not. Especially because it's like dark. Yeah, I think you're meant to eat in your own lap, from what I can tell. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, so we'll talk a little bit about some of that stuff. So anyway, that's the history. Did I do a good job of you did. recapping I think history? So. Um, yep. I mean, Jeremy facts? would have talked about more building stuff, but I'm okay, I'm okay <laughs> with the, with I did try to look. I dug around quite a bit, and I couldn't find anywhere that showed, um, and I don't know if maybe they have this in like their catalog somewhere, but how many productions they've done over the years? Because they've been around since 89, so that's what? 
35 years now. They're in their 35th season. Um, and now, I don't know if they always did this many shows a year, but now they're doing like four to five shows a year every year. Um, so I'm just kind of curious if they have an idea of how many different shows they've done. I'm sure they know. And, um, yeah, I don't see it anywhere. And not just how many different shows, but how many actual, like, performances. Like, I would be interested, because they do at least two a day, and oftentimes they're doing three and four. Um, you know, on the weekends, they usually have a matinee and two more. Uh, and I guess they can do two shows at the same time. Um, they have another theater on the other side, I think. Oh. Um, is what I, I think. Is that smaller? Out. Yeah, I don't I think, think it's, the it's I think it's the one that they rent out for like banquets and holidays. Yeah, I think there is a stage over on that other side. I don't know. I've never been over there, but they do. You have your wedding site. reception there, though, apparently. Oh, there you go. Country Western theme. <laughs> so I want to get first. I want to get you guys uh, your your overall thoughts on the experience as a whole. I love the Desert Star. I've been going for years. I remember it. During high school years, going with friends, it hasn't really changed much. It's just a fun, fun atmosphere. You go knowing that it's, they kind of like audience participation mm-hmm. a bit. They like when the audience oh, plays they, with them. They encourage and just, it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so that's fun. Um, I, I just always know that I'm going to have a good time when I go. I can take my kids to it. I don't need to worry that even when they were younger, that there might be things in it that aren't appropriate. That's yeah, the worst that's, jokes are still just fine <laughs> <laughs> or, or disguised enough that they're going to go over a little yeah. kid's head. <laughs> so what about you, Hannah? What are your overall thoughts? I really enjoy going. Um, I know that every time I do go, I enjoy it. All the cast is really, really good. They definitely um, include the audience when you go. So you, actually participate instead of just sitting there and watching the show they want you boo you, at the villains you yeah yeah they cheer you for the heroes the yeah yeah know? and then the the pianist is super fun she always does a really good job um the it's just a fun atmosphere every time you go there's always fun opportunities to take pictures before you go into the theater and then with how close you're sitting you can always get to know the people you're sitting next to um <laughs> And even the servers and the waiters are always very nice and very attentive, and it's it's really a fun experience. Brittany? Um, I agree with all of the above. I had a lot of fun. I hadn't been there. Gosh, I can't even remember the last time that I was there, so I'd kind of forgotten the way everything was laid out. But, um, yeah, it was a good time. Um, I, I have a hard time hearing, but I think that they do a really good job with, you know, the sound is good. Um, I don't know that there's really a bad seat. I mean, even where we were with, with tall people kind of sitting in front of me and me being short, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Um, they, they are, when, when Hannah said that they're attentive, the, the servers really are like, they are paying attention. I don't know how that they're paying attention when we're so crammed in there, but, um, you know, they're there to, get your drinks or get your dessert order or clear off your table or whatever it is that, that they need to be doing. So, um, I don't know. It's quite a bit of fun. They, they have a break so that you have a second, you know, to run to the restroom or whatever. Um, it is a quick turnaround after the show is over. Um, and it can be a little bit hectic to get out because you're all kind of in there, but everybody's pretty, you know, 
had a good time. And so nobody's like jostling or anything like that. So, um, I was pretty happy with where we sat. We literally just turned the corner, walked out the door and then we're at our cars. So, um, yeah, overall it was great. We laughed. We had a lot of fun. We sang along. Um, Chris, I saw Chris laughing a lot. Sometimes he just Chris smiles a lot. It's funny. Sometimes yeah. he just smiles at things. So I like it when he actually laughs. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I loved, I love that the actors really, really get into it in a community theater setting because sometimes you can get some shy actors that are, they're doing fine, but kind of pull you out of it. Yeah. I don't think they would cast those a desert star. No. Cause it's not, to be clear, it's not community no. theater. It's a professional theater. Mm-hmm. Um, these, these actors all get paid. I don't think they get paid a lot. lot. Like, I don't think it can be your main job. (laughs) But, uh, you know, most, yeah, most of these guys have day jobs, but, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a paid gig for them. Um, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, overall, uh, I think it's fantastic. You do need to know what you're getting into. These are original scripts. Like I, you know, most of this, every once in a while, they'll do something that someone else has written. But a lot of times, it's they're written by people that are involved with Desert Star Productions. And, the more the puns, the yeah. more dad jokes, the better. It so is. it was Pirates of the Caribbean. So it was, instead of Elizabeth Swan, it was Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> and Swine. Swine. Oh, Swine, sorry. Yeah. And, and the kid, the, the boy's name was Doolittle instead of... Uh, uh, what was the and so, so they yeah, took Turner, some yeah. so they took some liberties with you know some my fair lady songs but what's fun because they it's write so it good. is <laughs> it's it's utah centric right so there are lots of utah jokes now There's, they're not all utah jokes like there was a verizon guy that walked through which well, that was, was i thought was hear me now <laughs> yeah that was freaking hilarious um, but there are a lot of fun utah jokes and so if you're from utah or you've been here long enough they're not afraid to make Fun of the dominant religion. There's always LDS jokes in there. The politics. Either Mm -hmm. way, like the they're not leaning one way or the other, but nothing's offensively. You know, like they're not making any offensive jokes. They're just making kind of like obvious observational jokes, which are funny. That when he breaks into the Trump impersonation, (laughs) he's just doing this like he's doing this speech as a captain of the boat, and then just breaks into like a Trumpian interpret. Like with his hands, it's It's mostly the hands that was that that (laughs) did it. But but just like lots of lots of jokes like that that are just really funny. And I I think maybe I got like ninety five percent. I'm sure that there were a few that I didn't catch or whatever, but. It's really fun when you get them and you, you're just laughing. And there's, you're just like, oh, there's did they just really make that throughout. joke? And it's not like, it's, it's a musical theater. So there is a lot of singing, but also there's a lot of not singing. So a lot of times, like when you go see a musical, probably like 80 plus percent of it is, is done through song. Mm. That is not necessarily the case at Desert Star. Some of their stuff is, but most of it is there's, you know, Five or six songs. Well, throughout where the they're whole thing. writing the music too, it's a lot easier to write dialogue than a song. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah. So, so. Um, but yeah, be prepared for parody uh, and puns and dad jokes because that that's what abounds. Um, and you know, be prepared to, to have a good time. The fiddler on the fun. roof parody was really funny, but I keep having that song stuck in my <laughs> <Yes>. head now. <laughs> Uh, and they do a good job with the sound, like n- not just the projection from the actors and, and then playing over the speakers, but also 
there's not a huge band and accompaniment. It is a piano. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes there's sound that's piped in, but you don't, you're not, they're not competing with a large band that's, you know, turned up too loud. It's, it's a pianist that uh, is there. And they usually for these shows have multiple casts. They usually have two or three different casts so that they can do so many shows night after night after night. And these, you know, these actors have other jobs, obviously. So, um, Okay, so I want to let's we'll we'll come back to the show a little bit. I want to take uh, a a little bit of time and talk about the food because it is a dinner theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure I got sick. Oh shoot! Um, I'm pretty sure Hannah and I had the better of the meals between you guys's not your nachos and so your hamburger. My I think hamburger we was so good. I think we my all salad made a was delicious. <laughs> the to be 100 percent fair to Desert Star. They are mostly a pizza place. They are. They yeah. Pizza and, and breadsticks. Which is um, what yeah. Hannah Pizza had. and burgers and yeah. salads. So and I went off kilter with, with Heather. We both got nachos. Um, we got different nachos, but, yeah, but uh, they were okay. Yeah. They were okay. They were like microwave nachos at home. Um, and But not as good. My, <laughs> I, the only thing I liked was that almost every single one of my chips had topping on yeah, it. had stuff on it. And it wasn't gooey, so it wasn't like a mess yeah. trying to eat it. Because that's real cheese that's melted, like yeah. under a salamander probably is my guess, or a microwave, I don't know. Maybe. Um, but I I don't want to blame them, but I was, like I had a stomach bug for the last two days oh, sure. <laughs> afterwards, so um, that's okay. I mean, I don't know that it was actually them uh, and their food. Um, but the pizzas looked amazing, and we probably should have got one uh, in retrospect, but that is that is a thing that they're really known for. And those tables work well for pizza. Like, if you have a plate and you have a piece of pizza, you can sit and eat the pizza. And If you're going with your family, you're probably going to want to go for a pizza. Yeah. It's can be kind of pricey on top of your ticket price, which... Yeah, because you're going to pay like $25 to $35 for a ticket. Um, They do sell season tickets for a much better price if you, you know, buy the whole season, um, which, you know, totally worth doing in my opinion. If I remember right, they do student discounts yeah they do a lot of different discounts too seniors for senior citizens things like that um but uh the other thing i would say is you know i i didn't think about this at the time but i think you know as we were leaving i was talking to brian i was like you know that would be a really good place to go and just have dessert yeah like if you go out to dinner beforehand Mm -hmm. and then you go there and instead of ordering a meal you're ordering Ice cream or a chocolate lava cake or one of their cookies. How was their? Or, did you have a Sunday? Yeah, we got an ice the, cream. The ice cream. Uh, we got the chocolate chip in the moose tracks. It was really good. Good. It was Is two. That, I want to say big. it's bars. Yeah, far ice better ice cream. Yeah, yeah it was two pretty good scoops, and then. My we mom and I shared, shared one. it, and it was delicious. Yeah, it was really so good. That that is one thing that maybe would be worthwhile is just going. We there did for mention dessert, that yeah. after we're like, we could probably either eat at home or grab something on the way, and then just get drinks or mm-hmm. enjoy their popcorn that they bring to you, or yeah, get some yeah. grabs and ice and they cream. Were, they were good with the drinks, like because you think a dinner theater because they're trying to be quiet, like Bree said. The service though is spot on. They were refilling drinks quickly. Um, well, even from the bar, so I had drinks from the bar, and the bartender that was taking care of me was really on the spot with, like, what it was and, and you know, letting me know, like, hey, the bar's shutting down, all of that, all of that kind of stuff. Like, I didn't ever have to think about it. So, well, it was very quiet and unobtrusive. It didn't feel like yeah. I was being interrupted from no, the yeah, show. No. Even though, like, they were there, but, like, I never felt like, 
I can't see. Way. I can't hear yeah. what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Also, I'm sorry they have to wear those stupid costumes. Yeah. <laughs> they look okay on some of the people, but they're, they're they don't even fit. Like they're like old west style, like just wear saloon girl white shirts and, and black pants. It's like fine. barkeep yeah. type and. I, I just think it's maybe it's just because there's like so much stuff going on. It makes them very, very findable. Like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Clearly, I'm a surprised server. that they can see so well in the dark because it would get pretty dang dark. I think in they're, there. they're quite and used they to were it. walking around just fine. I probably would have tripped up the stairs so many different times. I mean, food. <laughs> I don't. I really like the dark. So maybe they just have to like pass a test. <laughs> How well can you see in the dark? Um but yeah, they did a good job. So like, even if you just want to like, maybe you're, maybe you're like Jeremy and you don't like sweets and so you should be shot in the street. No, wait. Um, <laughs> maybe you're like Jeremy and you don't like sweets and so you don't want to go there for dessert, but maybe, you know, you. Want some breadsticks. They have breadsticks. Well, but maybe you just, you know, you go there for an after dinner drink or something because they had a wine list. They had a pretty inclusive a bar. bar yeah. yeah. Like, so. There's a bunch of different ways you can go there and enjoy it. And like I said, the nachos may, may have just had a, an off night. I don't know. But I really enjoyed my salad. It was well-dressed. It was a really nice mixture of greens. Um, it, I could have used a knife maybe for the chicken. But, it, I mean, it was also fine to just take a bite and shove lettuce in your mouth. Nobody can see you eating. It's dark. <laughs> I will say, though, if we had four salads, no way we could have ate them. There was not enough room on the table no, for no. salads because I know Heather and I both had our nachos like, to our... in the basket in our yeah. Hand. It was really hard for me to do that because of like the chicken and the uh-huh. salad thing. Like I kind of had to, but like again, like Hannah, I don't like, think this Hannah would have been good. able to hold her plate. Of- yeah, because no. like you have to kind of set a burger down. But yeah. the fries were okay. Like good thing there was fry sauce. I really like my fries. Did you? Yeah. I, my, my ours weren't. There was no salt on them. Salt. Oh, yours were, they were unseasoned. No. Mine were pretty salted. They were yeah. pretty good. Maybe they accidentally salted yours twice or something. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, not bad for it what is, it is. It is worth mentioning the number of older people that go to the Desert Star Playhouse. Um, they have to probably go easy on a lot of seasoning. <laughs> Old people don't like Maybe. flavor. <laughs> There's this really cute couple that celebrated their 60th 60 anniversary. Years. And they had them get up and dance. It was super yeah, cute. It was cute. It was really cute. And then the whole the whole crowd sang the a little love song with them and they danced around and it was cute. I can't remember the name of the song, but so let's, uh, let's talk about the show and then we'll talk about the Oleo at the end. Cause that's a very desert star thing too, to talk about. So the show as a whole, what'd you think of, um, the pirates of the Caribbean production? I think they did a great I job. I thought it was awesome. It was, it was so really fun. fun. It was funny. The costumes were fun. Um, the little, the little side thing from the lady that played the mom, you know, where she was like, Hey, I don't I'm not getting role. enough attention. Yeah. I haven't had a big enough <laughs> oh, part. I'm going to sing solo. this big song. <laughs> yeah. It, that was funny because it just didn't have anything to do with anything else. That was kind of fun. I don't know. The whole thing was just, I love that they couldn't remember Captain Barbosa's name. Yeah. So it was Ambrosia or. <laughs> well, they, they were saying different. The, the joke was they were saying different names so they didn't get sued for copyright yes, infringement. Yes. Yeah. Even though the whole. But then at the show, end, like when they finally said his name kind of right. Then he was like, sure, now that I'm dead. And then they like, had the dead comes guy come like back his, out. Yeah. With his costume off and like, <laughs> now you remember my name. <laughs> it was, it was really cute. Like they, they, they play into the, the faux pas, but it's not, 
I don't think it's too much. I think it's just right. No, it's perfect. The the fourth wall is something they use a lot in these mm-hmm. productions where they're interacting with the audience. I mean, they make you practice before you start. And uh, there was one person that they uh, they clearly you know contracted <laughs> um, beforehand when they were doing something with spitting. Right? Was it the spitting? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they so were having like a spitting contest to see who could spit furthest. Yeah, and then she was just behind okay, us. I don't. I think that was ad libbed, by the way. I you think it was on, too. On yeah. stage, when she when she like because all the actors were laughing, like they couldn't keep it together. Oh, so maybe there, there is a spitting contest scene, um, and and uh, the one guy's like. <laughs> Like he's gonna pull up a loogie and he like fake spits out. Thank you the for audience. doing it fake like a yes, snore because that, that would have uh, been gross. And the so then the other the actress does it. Um, who's playing? Is it Elizabeth Swine? Yes. The yeah. the, the kidnapped Eliza. victim or Eliza Eliza Swine. Doolittle. Yeah, Do- Eliza <laughs> Doolittle. That's right because she was. Because there's taken. no more copyright on my fair lady. <laughs> um, anyway, so so uh, she goes to do the same thing and she's like you know really just hamming it up and comes to the back. It and, was a anything you can do, I can do better. And song. She, and she she kind of stops and like they both start laughing. And I think she actually did snort a bunch of snot and had to <laughs> swallow it. I don't think that was what was supposed to happen. So do you think that his joke about like her having to swallow was ad libbed? Oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, because yeah, at one point she does say, "You have to stop, or I can't continue." <laughs> But that's just it. Like they're they're professionals. No, I was talking and, about the lady. But then behind she finally us. did. Oh, that was spin from a, that was from the sound booth. Are you was sure? It? I don't think I don't so. Think I think that it was like an audience. Yeah, person. I thought it was an audience. So person. we were yeah. we were one one row behind where the sound booth yeah. is up top. It sounded like. It Do came you think? From the sound I thought it was somebody on our level. Maybe. It sounded like it because the actors, as when soon it, as she did finally spit the loogie, somebody in the back goes, "Oh my eye," and the actors on stage started laughing like it wasn't scripted, but maybe it was. Uh, well, there you go. We can't tell. So that, I think that makes it even better. But it's that honestly. kind of stuff. It's that kind of stuff where they do those things on stage and you're already having a good time and laughing and you just don't even really notice that that stuff happens. And to be fair, I mean, we're early in the production season. They haven't been running this show for that long. So I can't imagine. So like, if you go towards the end of the season, no one's messing up their lines really. Like that happens a lot earlier in the season. Um, I've been to shows there before where like they just straight up forget their lines and just like chunk out half a scene because they just move on. Um, but I kind of like seeing a mess up oh, and yeah. I kind of like seeing the, how they recover. Uh huh. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So I, I thought it was great. I think the, the, you know, to fit a huge movie franchise like Pirates of the Caribbean, um, and even if it's just that first film, but to fit that into a stage play in, um, like an hour and a half's worth of time, not even that, really closer, probably closer to like an hour, um, because you have the Oleo at the end too. So it was like a two hour start to finish kind of, uh, experience, but to fit all that in and really still have a cohesive story was, was, was great, uh, mm-hmm. with all the jokes. Um, and then sometimes the Oleo is in line with the theme of whatever they did. This time it was, to me, it was a little jarring to go from Pirates of the Caribbean to an Oleo that was very 70s themed. 60s. 60s and, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. mostly 60s, right? Yes. But so they always do a thing called the Oleo at the end of their show. That's shows, what happens when you're born in the 80s, buddy. Which is a, a sing-along. 
essentially, right? It's I mean, it, it's a bunch of songs. I mean, it's from a bunch. Of I wanted to sing yeah. along. I was singing to was a lot singing, of the songs. Yeah, it is. It is definitely a sing along, and they sing songs that they encourage audience participation, and then they, you know, we'll call out to the audience and stuff too. That's where the the you know old couple was called out. That's when they call out birthdays and stuff like that. Um, well, they were doing that like while people were getting ready for the Olio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like the Olio too. I think it's a fun way to kind of wrap up the whole experience and they're able to get... I think you liked it because you'd never heard any of those songs. That's not true. I've heard almost all of those songs. <laughs> well, we took a, the kids to a Halloween one and it was a Halloween Olio and they we sang the Monster Mash and we... I didn't even know that was the Olio. I thought it was just part yeah. of the play. Well, and that's yeah. that's how they usually are. So that was a little jar- like I said. That was a little jarring for me. I mean, I don't know what Olio you would do that would be pirate themed. Pirate though. shanties, man. They could do a half hour of sea shanties, and I would love it. <laughs> how I mean, many people know? Very many pirate <laughs> sea would know them shanties. Off of that. I mean, I could do I the mean, yo ho one, but that's yep. about it. That's just because you watch a bunch of TikToks. It is, on the and North I sea. watch the North Sea. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really liked it, um, but yeah, it was the Olio was a little jarring this time. Most of them are I more don't, like the I experience didn't find you it, remember. I didn't find it jarring. It was very different themed, but yeah. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Everyone I, came out in different costumes. I think, I think jarring is the wrong word. It might have jarred you, but I'm fine with my it. My favorite was the Queen. Yes. yes. When they did the whole, the whole album cover. I don't even know how to explain it because they did the album cover. So they did, they were, they were, um, supposed to be the guys from Queen. Um, and uh, they were standing there and someone was directing them on how to it pose was for like a, a photo picture. shoot. And, but they weren't cooperating. You know, they, it's like when you're actually getting ready for a photo shoot and you're kind of like looking at other people and stuff. But they were was, also singing the song. Yeah. What yeah. was really cool is they weren't actually singing, but they were saying all the, the words to different Queen songs well, in the interaction that. yeah yeah like you know I don't want to like bohemian rhapsody <laughs> like let, let him go do not let me go let me go do not let me go uh they did that and it was very kind of fun because they end up kind and then of they all end up in the position that they are on the album cover but just for like ra- like random reasons and then they throw up on the screen in the back afterwards the actual album cover and it was like uncanny Pretty spot on it was yeah. really, they did a really good job and so when we left chris had us listening to queen on yeah we listened to queen on the way home after <laughs> that i love queen yeah so that was that was a lot of fun but hannah did you know the songs yeah i knew quite a few of them there were always she's got older parents okay well, she's got. <laughs> she has cool parents. She has Heather taught her as taught her right. Yeah, she has Heather as my a kids. Mom. So like a lot of music. Yeah, yeah. lots of people are as surprised that I know these songs, but there were a few that I. But yes, because we are old too. <laughs> but like I, I know a lot of really old songs because my parents are your dad's old. silent generation. Because my dad was born in forty two, and so like he was born before Elvis got popular. Yeah, I know a lot of really, really like old songs. From the 40s. So those are fun. We do listen to a lot of forties music too. So yeah. Anyway, I, I I thought it was fun. I loved the costumes in the Olio. I thought that they were super, super fun. Very diverse. It showed you a lot of the diversity and the types of stuff that people wore during that time frame, too. A lot of it is bad. I was just going to say, but a lot of it, if you just tweaked it just slightly, you can see where, like, today's fashion is coming from. So, but I think today's fashion is, like, everything from the past. Like, I see 70s. I see 80s. I see some 90s. And 
frankly, things from the 80s and 90s maybe shouldn't be brought back. That was a lot more colors, I would say. Yeah. Versus style. Yeah. Lots of fluorescence and bright. I mean, it's easy to find stuff if you're going to go on a cruise and do, you know, their 80s party night like because everything's it's not around. difficult to find that stuff for no sure. it's not even costume stuff like it's like actual clothing that you can find and buy now so that's kind of nice but. okay so uh closing thoughts on desert on. star i wanted to just oh. throw out just because we kind of touched on it but they do have like a banquet area <clears throat> that you can do holidays corporate events birthdays you know milestones they specifically mention um, mitzvahs, so bat mitzvah, bar, bar mitzvah, quinceañeras, sweet sixteens, things like that. Um, they can create kosher menus. Um, and then it talks about like weddings and receptions and stuff like that. So it's like a separate little space center. just to the north of, of the theater. Um, which is where I think that second theater is that you can maybe lease out or something. Anyway, I thought that was kind of fun. That'd be kind of a fun, work thing if your work is looking for something to do. Yeah, that would be fun. And then just before we move on, um, so right now, Pirates of the Caribbean is playing through March 23rd. And then starting March 28th is Butch Cassidy and the Sunburnt Kid. And then... Which one Hannah wants to see. I think that looks fun. I think we have to go to the summer one. And then... The summer one is the one Hannah wants to see. Mr. Act... Starts June 13th and goes through August 24th. And then they're doing the Lord of the Rings back in the Hobbit, which I think could be really fun. And that's August 29th through November 9th. And then this year's Christmas uh, slash holiday program is Grinched. I'm dreaming of a green Christmas, November 14th through January. I'm curious, Lord of the Rings back in the Hobbit, if that's going to be just based on the way they've done the, the like logo and the, the banner for it. If that's going to be like a, maybe like a Boys in the Hood, Lord of the Rings kind of mashup. Type I mean, thing. it would be funny. Know, would be good stuff. Um, maybe that's just because I saw some stuff on Boys in the Hood the other day. The, it's it's cute because the Mr. Axe says, holy smokes, bless these jokes. <laughs> I want to see that one. That one looks fun. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I kind of just want to see all of these, but yeah. I mean, there's some great ones coming up. So Jeremy could help write some of their scripts. Oh, yeah. oh their, easily. Their dad jokes. I mean, just, just talking, they'd just be like, oh, yeah, let's put that one in. And he wouldn't even be meaning to. <laughs> we give him crap all the time for, on the show for it. So uh, tickets, yeah, that. like I said, tickets do sell fairly quick. So you do have to plan this out. Don't think you're going to get a ticket. You know, they're, like I said, about 30 bucks. Um, don't think you're going to get a ticket like day of. That's not going to happen very often. Um, and especially if you want to go with, you know, more than just a couple people. Yeah. So adult tickets are 30. Child tickets, that's 5 to 12, are 17. Um, if you do season tickets, you can save there's anywhere from twenty to thirty three percent. They whatever. do they do some cool stuff like they do some season ticket packages for like uh, early shows. So like the in the first couple weeks of the season, for example, because the shows aren't as um, perfected at that point, like we were talking about. They do um, ticket season tickets for those specific shows that end up being um, quite a bit cheaper usually than the the later shows. So just a bunch of different stuff. Um, the biggest tables they have seat for. Um, so just keep that in mind. If you're going with a bigger group, you're going to have to get multiple tables. Which means you're going to have to book early so that you can get them near each other if you want to sit by each other. I didn't notice some of the very back tables had a little bit more space. Mm-hmm. 
between them. And there were all, there's a That's lot of tables. That's what I was trying to choose, and it wouldn't let me. <laughs> there are a lot of tables closer up that have just two as well. Yes. So they do fit more people a little bit lower in the theater there. So, um, but they're you know it's two people tables. So perfect date night. Um, I highly recommend people go so how does this stack up against the leonardo because that's our low bar so much better <laughs> i mean it's not even comparable <laughs> sorry I leonardo mean, but... the leonardo is like oh, rolling uh, in we don't we don't apologize the... to the low bar the leonardo is... i mean like the leonardo is like rolling in the mud and you know this is I mean, like look, over the over the last couple years doing this we've had a few things that we were like hey you know this is this is fun, but, you know, be cautious. Like, you know, things like the zoo lights. Like, the zoo lights are awesome. But if you're paying full price for a big family, might not be an ideal way to spend your money. But it's a fun, like, it's a perfect date night, for example, at the zoo lights. Because you can walk around and talk. The Leonardo's, I think, in all of the stuff that we've done, the only one where you've said, just don't go. Don't waste your time. If you're going as a school, great. I'm sure it's fantastic. Because they're doing stuff with the kids. But go. Save your five bucks. Go to the Clark Planetarium instead. You know, go to the aquarium. Go to, go for free to the Gilgal Gardens. Go, yeah. <laughs> go wander around Trolley Square. There's so like, much better honestly. stuff to do in that area for almost nothing. Um, <laughs> wasting five bucks at the Leonardo is just not a good idea. Although, if you wanted to see the other show, you had to pay more, right? Well, and, the Leonardo okay. to see the yeah, but it's like forty five bucks a ticket for those shows that they do in the special exhibit hall upstairs. All it is is your. It's not actual artwork. No, I you're know. walking through a slideshow essentially. Like it's, it's just like not, a giant TV PowerPoint yeah. everywhere that show the same art. Yeah, not not. I just don't think it's a good idea. I mean, just throw that up on your. Everybody has a a, a bigger screen TV, like something that's fairly large. Just. Go download a bunch yeah. of Picasso art and throw it up. And they have had other things like the uh-huh. body or the human. Body works. I went to there and it was I think awesome. that would be interesting. Yeah, those sorts of things, if they have those special exhibits, are totally worth it. But I don't think they... Because I think most of that stuff now goes to the Natural History Museum. Um, because they have all oh. that space up there and all that special exhibit space. And the Leonardo's new management sucks. So And honestly, go, go just go to the Natural History Museum. It's it's close by there as well. I'd I'd rather go there. Than but again, go to go to Desert Star because Desert Star is a go blast. To Desert Star. Do you guys have any closing thoughts on Desert Star at all? It does make me want to go more often. Yeah, for sure. I've been. I don't know how many times I've mentioned it to Jeremy. Jer, let's take the kids. Let's go. I always get turned down, but if it's for the podcast, then. He's all for it. <laughs> I think, I think, for, I think so, you say for Valentine's, Hey, this is something that you can sit down and do. We're going and you just buy it. And then you're like, don't waste my ticket. Yeah. I think once he's feeling better, he'll want to go because yeah. he was looking forward to this Same one. Now, now you'll get another excuse to go. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. So we're going to do our, uh, we're going to do our daily affirmation or uh, spiritual. Hold on. Sorry. Hannah, oh. your age group, would you? And your friends, oh, yeah, like for sure. I mean, if you were going on, say, a first date, you know, you could go have a lot of laughs, or with some girlfriends, or with some girlfriends, you know, go for the evening. Um, it's definitely great for, you know, young adults and and all ages, really. I think it would be great for if you even have little kids to go; they'd enjoy it for sure. So, for I've, reference, Hannah's like in the eighteen to like twenty-two range for like 
you know. Yeah, I forget that, that we're of, not in our early 20s anymore. <laughs> you forget, forget that, that too. Well, cause like I forget, you know, we, cause we do. I'll forever be. The thing is like within our friend group, almost all of our kids are into adulthood are really close and none of us talk to them like children mm-hmm. and, and really haven't for a long time. And so. We haven't. I ever, I, I've known I never, since she was an actual children and she, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I like, I've never talked to, soul. I've never talked to my kids like they were kids either. Um, and it's just a, it's something that I forget that like, oh, hey, you know, we have someone that's, you know, 30 years younger than we are. Um, <laughs> you know, do you have an opinion that's different? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really, really fun. It's a great place to go. And, you know, all the plays that they put on are really good and, it's a fun place. How does it compare to? It's I, it's hard to compare it to like a Hell Center theater or a Pioneer Theater Company because it's just different. Yeah, it is different. So d- if different. you're going for like real great quality, I guess go to Hell Center Theater, but that's a lot more expensive. If you're going for laughs and for fun and to spend time with your friends or family, go to Desert Star because you'll get the laughs. You'll have the time to kind of chat with them before the show starts or during intermission whereas if you're going to hail center theater you're like okay i need to go get some water i need to go to the bathroom like they, they frown upon audience interaction at hail <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> like you have your your set times where you can laugh or you can clap whereas this one you can laugh and clap the whole stinking time and they love no it. one looks at you weird if you laugh at a joke that no one else got <laughs> yeah no they're just star. like did i not get a joke yeah. did i miss a joke how did i miss that joke and what the was answer the joke? is yes you missed the joke <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask uh, sometimes like in an actual movie theater, I find myself laughing when no one else is. <laughs> and sometimes it's like a messed up part of the movie. And I'm like, it's still funny. It's just dark humor. And no one else is laughing. I'm like, do they think I'm like a he sociopath? Heartily, he heartily laughs too. And then it makes me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny that you guys were laughing the whole time. I'd, oh, I'd look bad. over and Bree's dying. And I'm like, <laughs> it would make me laugh. And then. It was it was a great time, and that's saying a lot because Brie has a very specific brand of humor. I do stuff that actually. Like makes I don't her like laugh. Napoleon like, Dynamite. I think it's stupid. Shame. Gosh, <laughs> don't gosh me. I know I'm I know I'm sitting with a family of lovers of things like Napoleon, Di- Dynamite. I, I Napoleon Dynamite. Do you like Nacho Libre? Nacho, no, no, she hates that, <gasps> all that stuff. No, when, oh, family. when we watched it, when of. you guys were playing it at the cabin that time, I I she can't do it. I think, I think the we the first thing. time I watched Nacho, the girlfriend and I went, and we both walked out going, "What the crud was that?" And then you married Jeremy, but <laughs> you watched like it more, Jeremy. and it was actually I like it. It's funny I think you have to just watch those stupid humor at least twice to actually get it, and then you quote it forever. This is it. I deal with stupid people all day, all day <laughs> long, and so I don't find it funny when people are. Are what's the word I want? It starts with it's in, uh, deliberately. Uh, yeah, there's a word, but I can't think of it. Intentionally, intentionally <laughs> stupid. Like I, I it, yeah, I, I, it just it just bugs me. I'm just like, really, that 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 okay? <laughs> like it, I I just can't. Like every once in a while, I can chuckle at it if I'm in the right mood. But for the most part, like I'll just I'll never get the ninety minutes that I wasted on watching it when Chris made me watch watch That's Napoleon how I feel about Jeremy's like fell army like just the people doing oh, 
stupid, <laughs> stupid stuff. I can't. I'm in the same boat with you there. I can't watch it. Oh, the internet brings us the best and worst yes. of everything. <laughs> I do have a text message from Jonathan, though, just the other day. Mom, my lips hurt real bad when you bring my chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> Did Just you see the nurses. Did you, did you say that? I back? did. Yes. <laughs> and then he made me get up and bring it to him. Kind of took him. <laughs> Chapstick. Gross. Gross. Sicko. <laughs> you love, people are all twisted. I love Napoleon mm-hmm. Dynamite. This makes me want to watch it again. On your own. Um. Yeah, upstairs tonight. No, do that in your office as your background show. Uh, okay, so our spiritual affirmation this week. Um, vibrate so high that toxic people fall back because they no longer know how to approach you. That's a really long uh, one. Vibrate? Yeah, so know how you can tell you're on some hardcore personal growth, onto some hardcore personal growth. Your perspective gets bigger and your inner circle gets smaller. It may be that people who want to gossip quit texting when you stop talking shit. If you're busy manifesting your dreams, keeping your side of the street clean and working on those old gnarly wounds that people want to avoid in themselves, some people are bound to disappear. So be, or be kind to yourself and to others as you outgrow people and places. There you go. That's good. This is so. This is spiritual AF, and I picked one that had no swears in it. And uh, I didn't. you lie. It said shit. Did it? Yep. That's not really a swear. <laughs> I mean, it is. Um, it's just I, a minor one, though. I mean, half of these have the F word in the front half of it. So um, you picked the right one for tonight. I mean, I picked it randomly. So there we go. A family friendly uh, episode with family friendly people and a family friendly <laughs> destination. Yeah. So. So I think that should be the name of the episode. Family, family, family friendly. friendly. Family friendly episode. Yeah. We're going to make that. That's I think they good. did have a swear or two though in the play, didn't they? Uh, yeah, they I keep them pretty, know. they keep them pretty minimal. I don't notice swears very often. And, they well, weren't like big swears. So but. every time he was going to swear, cause remember he was going to say like, oh, horse, that's right. Horse's horse ass shit, or, or horse shit, shit yeah. because he was a stable yeah. boy. Uh, they had a, like a big, you know, one of those squeaky horns. The, like horn like or a yeah. clown or something. Like the clown. Yeah. And uh, they did that every time. That's it was right. that was hilarious, actually. Uh, but I think he did get one off. Yeah. Um. Uh. Which is which is kind of the deal. So, if you like what you heard, please share the episode. Um. Leave us feedback. Join our Patreon. We didn't talk about it at the front of the show, but uh, our Patreon subscribers are you our know, Patreon people knew that Hannah and Heather were going to be on the show early. Had so. a chance to ask questions if they wanted. Um, so you'll be able to join our discord and get some other stuff. Um, also you can go, uh, so that's patreon.com forward slash TNUP. Uh, we're on all the social media is at TNU podcast. And then our, our website's the new Utah.com. Have a good week. Go see, uh, go see a play at the desert star playhouse. It's totally worth it.